Six minutes after seven, the Premier of South Australia, Stephen Marshall, is in the 5AA Breakfast Studio with us. You can watch along on the 5AA Facebook live feed. Send us a question on 8223 or text on the Telstra Store Mount Barker text line. Premier, good morning to you. Good morning, Will. Good morning, David. So we had two new cases yesterday, Premier, of coronavirus confirmed here in, in South Australia. What can you tell us about those two people? Yeah, well, that's a total now of nine. Uh, we've got four who are already uh, in isolation, three who had been discharged, but two new cases yesterday. They were picked up at the new Royal Adelaide Hospital uh, Clinic. It's a clinic that we set up uh, just over a week ago. It's doing a fantastic job. These two additional people who have contracted the virus, one is a 60-year-old who's just returned from travel to Italy and a 70-year-old who's just returned from travel to the southeast. So uh, the Communicable Diseases uh, Control Branch are now collecting information about flight details uh, and where they've been since they've returned and, and they've got protocols in place excellent protocols in place to trace people who may have come into contact with and alert them to make sure that they can have uh, the testing as well. So, um, look, it's working as well as it can here in South Australia at the moment in picking up. We've probably got the, the best testing regime in the world uh, here in South Australia. We've got our own four clinics plus the drive through so five clinics, and there'll be more opened if they are required. Uh, but with all of that, uh, we've still got to be aware that there is uh, very likely to be a, a significant increase in the number of coronavirus um, uh, or people that suffer from the coronavirus in Australia and we're not going to be immune from it in South Australia. We can't close the borders to domestic travel or, for that matter, international travel and people will get it. So we've got to be as prepared as we possibly can. And to that end, you've announced yesterday a $350 million stimulus package, $70 million of which will go towards the existing economic and business growth fund. When will dollar one be spent? Because time is of the essence with yeah, this. today. I mean, because if, if you've seen um, today, we've already announced that um, projects like hospital maintenance, uh, there, there has been a backlog. We're going to bring forward a lot of the maintenance. So today we've already announced $15 million that will be immediately uh, put into place for um, maintenance on country hospitals in South Australia. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me, that's you're not a there? coronavirus. Oh, you, that. Do that, you do that in public these days and people look at you like, you, <laughs> like, like you're from Guys, guys, he was pointing at me. Yeah. Yeah. They, they've left the room. Oh, they've left the room. I'm oh, just here by myself on 5AA this morning. That's a new tactic I can for say <laughs> The old corona cough mid-interview. Now, you were talking about bringing maintenance for country hospitals as being the first Look, if you think about how we can stimulate the economy as quickly as possible, it can't be with a major road project that still needs to go out for you know consultation and final design that gets delivered in mm. two, three or five years' time. That's not going to stimulate the economy immediately. So uh, projects like maintenance make a lot of sense because you can get tradies on the ground as quickly as possible. And what, that's what this uh, $350 million stimulus is all about. The federal government are going to put their massive uh, stimulus out later today, I understand. There have already been some very, very big uh, announcements. And what we're doing in South Australia will complement that and will basically get tradies operating as quickly as possible. When I was reading it yesterday, it didn't seem like there was a hell of a lot of detail in it. And without wanting to sound ungrateful, $350 million does not sound like, particularly with the Feds looking at 15 to $18 billion, it doesn't sound like much money. 
Well, we're the only state in the entire country that's put anything up. I mean, what we're doing is working as quickly as we can to reassure the people of South Australia that jobs are our number one priority. And we know that the economy is under pressure. It has been globally for the last six months, and it's only going to accelerate the problems with regards to the coronavirus. And we're trying to get ahead of the game. Now, we're not suggesting for one minute that 350 is going to solve uh, all of the problems uh, here in South Australia. We want to work very cooperatively with the federal government. Uh, They've said to us that uh, they want uh, states to be very much focused on infrastructure type projects, bringing forward infrastructure, spending money where we can. That's exactly what we've done. We've got out ahead of the game, 350 million. And don't forget, we're only a couple of months away from our state budget. And this is, if you like, an unprecedented stimulus package brought out before Uh, a budget. But we really want to reassure the people of South Australia that we are 100% uh, focused on maintaining as many jobs as possible. And we think this is the best way that we can do it. So the budget, you seem to be flagging there that the budget could could indeed deliver an extra tickle up depending on what the economic circumstances are like in a couple of months time. Yeah, well look, we've got to remain nimble. We've made it really clear. Our number one priority is ensuring the health, safety and welfare of all South Australian citizens. So we're really, really leaning in in terms of our health response to the coronavirus threat. And the second uh, uh, major priority is keeping as many people as employed as possible. We're not putting the economy on the back burner. Some people around the world at the moment are uh, you know, taking down the shingle and saying, look, this is going to be a very difficult 12 months. We're just going to have to shut up shop. That's not what we're going to be doing in South Australia. There are projects that we can get on with, that we can really lean into, that will keep people employed during this this year, and it's going to be a difficult year. So you've spoken about projects that have been brought forward. Is any of the $350 million earmarked for new projects? Yes. Have you got any in mind? Yes. Look, so I don't want to announce them here this morning, but we've got another Cabinet meeting today and another Cabinet meeting on Monday. Uh, the envelope has been set. To be quite honest, we've been working on all of these projects for a period of time. Usually they're announced in the budget, but if we can bring them forward and we think that we can get them underway uh, quickly, then we'll bring them forward and announce them as soon as possible. So, there'll be so a you'll see a lot more detail. Because that was what... Looking at the statement yesterday, I was shaking it, going, oh, where's the detail? Yeah, well, so that's, that's well, on its way? Well, the, the detail is that the government is prepared to spend $350 million outside of uh, the budget period to, to, if you like, reassure uh, people that there are jobs uh, that are going to be maintained in South Australia uh, during this very difficult period. And, of course, there's a massive, as you've quite rightly pointed out, uh, federal government stimulus. Now, they've always got more money than a state, but mm. we've got to play our part as well. We're not a passenger here. We're leaning in. We're going to do everything we can. We don't want to just survive this. We want to come out the other side even stronger than what we are at the moment. What kind of condition, in all honesty, is the state's economy in, Premier? Because we've copped it twice in barely three months. Three times, I say, because we've had terrible drought conditions in South Australia. Mm. And a lot of people forget about that in in the city. But the reality is many of our farmers have been doing it tough for three, four, five seasons now. I mean, it's pretty desperate conditions in, in much of the state. You get out to the Mallee, you get up into the far north, you get up to parts of the uh, the EP. It's pretty difficult uh, conditions. So we've had that. Then we got kicked in the guts with regards to the bushfires. Now we're getting kicked in the guts again with the coronavirus. And we can either be victims. We can either say, do you know what, this is all too hard. Somebody else has got to bail us out. Or we can get on the front foot and we can say, let's get on with it in South Australia. There are things that state governments can do. And I'm very proud that the Cabinet has decided to put this money uh, into the economy as quickly as possible. It's a combination of bringing projects uh, forward as well as new projects. Working with the federal government, we'll be working 
working with the local government, we'll be working with the private sector to make sure that we can keep the economy moving through this pretty tough year. In Wuhan, originally, they're... They instituted a lockdown fairly quickly in uh, Italy. Now the entire country is is locked down. We're seeing on smaller government levels in places like San Francisco, gatherings of greater than a 1,000 people being banned. Uh, And in Victoria, Daniel Andrews, one of your contemporaries, made the point uh, that things like Anzac Day parades might, might have to be looked at. They might have to go ahead the event, but in the absence of any sort of a crowd. Have you looked at, here in South Australia yet, the prospect of major events Having pe- telling people to stay away? Look, I'll be quite honest with you. It's These are not political decisions, and I'll leave other premiers to making their own announcements and how they want to front it. We are very clear in South Australia. We are taking the advice of the experts. Uh, we have got an excellent communicable diseases control branch here in South Australia led by Dr Louise Flood, and we've got an excellent chief public health officer in South Australia, Dr Nicholas Burea, and they are very coordinated with what is happening on a national basis. They're providing advice to the government on a daily uh, basis. We are listening to that. We're taking action. You might recall in our last sitting week, we received advice from the Chief Public Health Officer. Uh, We gave notice of it on the the very first opportunity and it passed with support of the entire parliament and we put legislation in, in, in place in record time in record time, which I think gives a really good indication of just how much bipartisan uh, support or uh, cross-parliament support there is for making sure that we can minimise the inevitable effects that are going to hit our South Australian economy. Just to to Will's question, though, Premier, a lot's been made about human behaviour, mob mob behaviour, if you like, the stockpiling of toilet paper, and some of that's been completely ridiculous and over the top. Well, especially for a respiratory illness. Well, exactly, exactly. But can I, and this isn't a knock on you, but it's a bit of a knock on politicians and it's a bit of a knock on the way our federation works because not just every state has a leader, every Australian medical association has a state leader and then you've got people from local government who want to, you know, put their two cents worth in. People are confused, are they not? Because on the one hand, you've got the Premier of Victoria coming out yesterday and saying, oh yeah, all the schools are going to have to close and you're offering a more muted message, doesn't there need to be a bit more clarity around exactly what is at stake here in this country? Because depending on any given day who you talk to, you you, you can Mm. get quite a different answer. Which might that's explain just, why people are losing their shit a bit, frankly. Well, look, that's just human nature, isn't it? Everybody's going to have their different slant on an issue. I'm not buying into panic. Uh, I think this is going to be a very difficult year, but I'm going to take the advice of the experts. I'm going to listen to what the experts uh, ask, the advice that they give us and what they ask for, and I'm going to be putting it into place as quickly as possible. They ask for us to stand up dedicated clinics for the rapid testing and assessment, um, sort of, if you like, separated out from emergency departments, we put that in place straight away. We've already opened at the Royal Adelaide Hospital, the Lyle McEwen, the Flinders Medical Centre, the Women's and Children's Hospital, and we've got, you know, uh, the second drive-through clinic in the world. They asked for these things. They've been put in place straight away. But we're not going to be, if you like, as politicians uh, making pronouncements about the best course of action here. We'll be listening to the experts and we'll be taking action immediately. Premier Stephen Marshall, thanks very much for joining us here this morning. Thanks, guys. Check the weather app, activate my base shield, order a pizza, and save a galaxy on the brink of war as forces vie for control of the Alpha and Beta Quadrants. Download Star Trek Fleet Command today. Join millions of players and forge alliances, defeat your enemies, and build an epic fleet to dominate the galaxy. 
Download Star Trek Fleet Command free on the App Store or Google Play. Star Trek Fleet Command. You have the con.